0: You're listening to Actors with Issues with Juan Ayala, a podcast of actors, by actors, and for actors. Today, we are joined by Canadian actor Graham Parkhurst, star of the romantic comedy series Glamorous, streaming now on Netflix. This interview was recorded on June 22nd prior to the sag after strike. Graham Parkhurst, thank you so much for being on Actors with Issues. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Um. so as of recording this episode uh, today is premiere day so how are you feeling are you nervous excited a bit of both
1: um it's the most overwhelming thing because i have people texting me i have people sending videos i have instagram is just like blown up right and i'm not mm-hmm. a huge social media guy so i'm finally like learning how to go through all these messages and it's like it's overwhelming but it's been very positive which is great yeah.
0: And so, you know, looking through your list of credits, you have done quite a bit of sci-fi and, and, and uh, comic book world uh, stuff. So you between uh, Umbrella Academy, Supergirl, Titans, and Star Trek. So did you grow up loving sci-fi or was that something that sort of came a little bit later for you or, or was tackling that genre a whole new experience?
1: Um, well, sci-fi was always on in my family home. So it's uh, Star Trek, all that stuff. I never watched it that much, to be completely honest. Um, it was just, there's tons of that, that films up here in Canada, whether it be Vancouver or Toronto. So because of the amount of films up here, you kind of like, every actor here has like a list of sci-fi on the on their resume. But I will say, um, I I started watching a lot more of it after being uh, on prospects like that because they're really amazing shows. Like Umbrella Academy, that's crazy, you know? So like, <laughs> watching it and then being in it you're like this is insane like this is so cool
0: so um, of course I didn't I failed to mention what premiere we were talking about but it's with glamorous it's <laughs> now on Netflix um and you know with that whole experience was it sort of the typical self-tape callback uh experience for the audition or or did you find that it was a little bit different this time around?
1: this time it was the exact same um actually I have a really funny story <laughs> hopefully appropriate but uh so i i only had about um i had to jump on a train and then i got this email and this this character parker and then i read the description i was like oh you know it's like some perfect gay cis white man i was like you know what? i don't think i fit this right so i was like whatever i'm not gonna do it so i i, I uh canceled but then a friend of mine called me i was like i think you should submit and uh so i literally did it within like 30 40 minutes had it like completely filmed completely edited sent in it was just like and i never thought about it again i was like oh yeah this this casting director will never bring it back but uh yeah and then i uh then i got the call back while i was actually in italy and i was like shocked because i was like really so um and then i had it was actually my first um like screen test, like I guess it was over Zoom, but we did a screen test for it. Mm. It was the first time I ever did one of those. So for me, it's like this whole thing has been a new experience because usually I just because uh, there's smaller roles that I've done generally, you just get booked off of the one self tape, right? Yeah. So yeah, this this whole thing was like being shot out of a cannon, but we won, so it's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's it's interesting, you know. You said that you um never really thought about it again after you first submitted it, which. Um, is something that lots of guests have talked about is having that, you know, they always tell young actors, like just audition, send it and forget about it, which of course it's easier said than done. I'm sure you have found that it's like, you put all this pressure on particular roles. And, but with this role, did you sort of, because you didn't put that pressure on yourself, did you find it much easier to just like do the audition and then go about your day?
1: Yes. I had no choice. Right. Because uh, it was, I literally had to jump on a train. So I was like, we're going to submit something because it's 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 worse to, to not submit um but when i when i did say no i i just remember the reaction i got like they're like mm, you should you should probably do it um, um i'm sorry i lost the question like now i'm now i'm the one where i'm like
0: it's okay it's a podcast i welcome the ramble um just uh um, initially question was um you know did you find that um you taking that pressure off the fact that you sort of had to rush it and that you put it out of your mind so quickly that like, were you surprised when, when you got, cause you know, you said that you oh, didn't see yeah, yourself in was, this role. So getting that call of the yeah, callback. I
1: I, spend, I I know, you know, you spend so much time on self tapes generally. Right. And you're like, uh, for me, I'm obsessive too about it. So it'll be in your brain for, for three days. And then you have to give yourself enough time for it to sink into the body. Then you're like, mm-hmm okay, I'm ready to tape. Then you do 3,000 takes and you're like, oh, one of these will work and you blinked weird in one. So, but this one, I literally, <laughs> it was just like, I was like, it is what it is. And, and I, there's nothing I can do about it, which is probably why it was better. Cause it wasn't, I didn't overthink it. it um, personally, I thought it, I thought it was awful. <laughs> like I did, cause I didn't put as much time and energy as I normally do. So personally, that meant to me that it was a failure, um, but uh, you know what, maybe I should put less time and energy into all the other ones. We'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we're always our own worst critics. So like you said, like, oh, I blinked weird in that. That that one's garbage. We're not going to do that one. But it's like, well, maybe that's, never know. Maybe that's a little quirk that they were looking like, for.
1: <laughs> don't notice at all. They're like, yeah. oh, they love it, right? So right. it's so funny how hard we are on ourselves and, and uh, in this industry.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, sort of speaking on that, with the name of our show, Being Actors with Issues, we always sort of touch on uh, career obstacles, hurdles that our guests have, have overcome. So what comes to mind as, as something that you can um, shed some light on for our audience?
1: Man, a uh, couple things. A loaded I question, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's a loaded question. Um, I'm going to need 15 minutes. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, I would say probably the, uh, the gay hurdle um, is a big one, um, and not necessarily that the industry wouldn't hire me because I was gay. But I think in my head, that's how I felt. And that might have been a reason that I I felt held back. Um, Because I was like, oh, they're just going to give it to, you know, the straight person. They're just going to do this But, like, maybe that was all me. But I'm I'm a big enough hurdle for myself. So I would say, like, it's pretty hard, right? But uh, another big one would be being Canadian, right? So um, we're often just, like, playing the circle. or baristas or, or, or um, the cops in all the American television television shows up here. So um, it's really, really hard to cross that line and get a large role, uh, especially on an American show um, that, that has an audience. So um, we often have to go get a visa and then move to the States. Like the saying here is like, if you want to work in Toronto, you have to move to LA, which is insane. But uh, it's almost like, the casting directors to you as more legit if you move away uh, and then they're more likely to hire you which i think will change now that we have so many productions up here mm-hmm. um but the opportunity is a lot less i would say for canadian actors and um yeah our union is is it's great for us but they don't they don't necessarily always um support the canadian actors as much because they just want uh, everything shot up here, right? right? So the rules of having to have so many uh, Canadian actors on set and all that stuff, you can break those rules if you audition everyone, but you couldn't find the person you're you're looking for in Canada, right? And then they they can hire from LA or New York or, or Atlanta or wherever. Um, but oftentimes, they'll just audition and then throw the tapes out. And that way, because they already had the producers already had a character or um, an actor for that role, but yeah. I maybe that's, maybe that's an everywhere thing, but, um, our, uh, I've even heard it from people who work for the union or kind of like, yeah, we know this goes on, but like, we can't, we can't really do anything about it. We need these productions up here, you know? So that, yeah. that one's been a big, big hurdle I would say here, but mm-hmm. Hey, if you try hard enough or not try enough, I guess in, in my, um, my case with the glamorous audition, you, you, I guess you could uh, <laughs> break the glass ceiling, which is nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: This episode is brought to you by FX's the veil vale, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX the veil vale is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is the veil now streaming only on Hulu. You know, it's, it's, it is a bit frustrating. I mean, I live in New York, so they have like, you know, all the major casting, um, all the major networks have an HQ here, but, you know, I've heard from friends who live in Atlanta or in Albuquerque that, you know, the, the, the particular roles that are local hires are those smaller roles. Like you said, sort of the day players, the barista, the cop, as you said. So, um yeah I totally get that you know sort of being a a hurdle and, and it's actually not something that many of our guests have talked about because lots of our oh, uh, yeah. guests are are American so they've never dealt with that. Um yeah. or uh, this is one action in particular he hasn't been on the show but uh Nick dodani he was in um The Murphy Brown reboot a few years ago okay. dear Evan Hansen um he oh, was maybe. in New York for years doing stand up he has a stand up an actor and then moved to LA. And within two months, he booked a series regular job in New York. <laughs> so he had to get out just to come yeah, right
1: back. Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Like, series regular, when you see a series regular um, and, a, and a Canadian breakdown, like, this, our entire industry just goes, oh, well, <laughs> we're not going to book it. So it doesn't matter, which is wild. We shouldn't be thinking that way, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess it's everywhere. I guess it's not just Canada, but that is one of the biggest complaints, I would say. Uh, with my fellow actors, the actors I know, too, it's like we're, we're it's Canada's not the epicenter for this. Right. It's it's America. You guys created fame, basically. Right. Like L.A. created stars. And yeah. um, so um, we don't have much of a star system here. So it's not it's not easy to to push these names unless you go to L.A. and try to make yourself a star there or someone known. But uh, that that is definitely the hardest the hardest thing i would say um and universal here we can kind of all feel collectively the same way well not everybody but most people i know feel the same way
0: you know it's interesting with um you know you've, certain shows will break out from canada but only when they're picked up by like a u.s distributor and network as you said um i'm currently rewatching schitt's creek that's the first one that pops to wow. mind is that it blew up on netflix on pop tv and yeah um but yeah those uh cvc or um uh kim's convenience same thing sort of a cbc yes, original yeah. and then it breaks out once it gets moved to another sort of platform yeah yeah.
1: yeah it's and it's, it's tough cuz the pay scale here is also like not nothing close right um i actually i don't i don't know so much about the um, like the day players and guest stars and stuff like that but uh like we it's not it's not anywhere near what what americans get paid generally um, uh-huh so when an american show comes up and you're working on this show like it's uh it's there's a there's a huge difference in Mm. in and how you're being paid but if you if you move to la or you move to new york or whatever and then you come work in canada again they're like oh we actually do have more of a budget (laughs) then you're like oh, magically (laughs) (laughs) magically we can pay you more (laughs) so so i get it like i understand and i'm i mean i'm going through the visa process right now because uh i'd like to expand not that i don't think i can here but um i just need you know i some somewhere fresh would be nice and then mm-hmm. just be feel like uh feel new somewhere and and alive and get to know people again right uh, yeah. at, a, at a different level i guess than i was a year ago so
0: yeah and you're being proactive and that's great that's exactly what you know all actors have to have that sort of drive and not just be like i'll just wait here until the phone rings it's like or you can yeah. you know, get ahead of the curve so that's great that that you're that you're doing that uh, especially yeah. off of you know glamorous and um yeah and i'm also curious you know lots of uh, young actors will um whenever we post like you know what questions do you want us to ask a lot of them ask about sort of um how to get that first agent or manager that can help them get the ball rolling in their career because lots of times you finish a a BFA program or a conservatory, and and not all those programs have showcases. So you're kind of just sent out into the world, and you're like, well, now what? Yeah, so, it's like uh, go
1: try. It. And you're like, yeah. what
0: do I do? <laughs> like, okay, Hollywood, I'm ready. And it's like, mm, that's not really how it works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> try to get discovered these days. It's not like back in the day, you just show up to the Warner Brothers lot and say, hello, here's my headshot,
1: <laughs> Give me a job. <laughs> yeah.
0: No. Uh, so in your experience, you know, what advice do you have for for actors who maybe feel a little bit stuck because they don't have that? first uh, rep who can help them get things started
1: oh that is tough i started like a long time ago like i know i look really young but uh i'm not so uh when i <laughs> i went to musical theater school and then mm-hmm. i was able to like we had the showcase um but i had it i had my singing teacher there had reached out to her agent before the showcase i had already signed with somebody prior mm-hmm. and then when i wanted to switch into filming tv whether it was just like uh, young people delusion. I was like, oh, anybody will take me, kind of thing, right? And I just, you just start small. Like, um, don't go for the top agents. <laughs> just don't. Yeah. Not beginning, right? Even if they do bring you in, if you're not prepared enough, then then it's gonna be a bad experience. And I, I went through something like that. So um, find an agent that you love, and find uh, an agency that th- doesn't have a lot of you on their roster, like a lot of your type. Um, but also like take time, take your time. You, you know, everybody thinks it has to be done right now, but it really doesn't. If you want to, if you want a really long career, like there's so much time for success. So do the work, take some classes, talk to people. It's usually connections that'll get you with, with an agent. Um, um, and and uh, hey, if you are desperate, just walk up to an agency with your headshot, be ready to belt define to gravity, you know? So, <laughs>
0: So before we go, uh, we always love to end with uh, with this question. In in 10 words or less, what advice would you give to a young actor?
1: Um, take your time and find the joy.
0: Awesome. Well, Graham, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to chat with us today and for talking about the issues. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Actors with Issues on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and visit our YouTube channel for full video interviews. Actors with Issues is executive produced and hosted by Juani Ala. See you next time.